So much tough news we're facing with this new variant, Omicron. Here's our health and wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. She joins us now with ways to remain positive in the face of adversity. Laura joins us here on Global News Radio. Hey there, Laura. Good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Is there a song uh, for you that always, without fail, puts a smile on your face? Because I think music, is, it's got that power, right? That uh, music can transport us sometimes to a, uh, a place and a time where maybe we were feeling a little more uh, positive, a little happier. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me right now, it really depends. I mean, I'm all about the Christmas music because of the holiday season. So Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, their holiday albums for sure uh, right now. Yeah, I don't know what it is about music. It's the lyrics, it's the melody, it's the combination of the two and how it can transport you. I remember early on in the pandemic, I was listening to a lot of 80s music because that's when I was a teenager and it just kind of took me back to like a simpler time when we didn't have the pandemic. And uh, yeah, music can be so powerful and so healing. But uh, are there other things we can do or other ways that we can remain positive in the face of adversity? Because it really feels, I think, to a lot of us and it's sinking in the last couple of days, uh, Laura, that uh, it looks like we're in tough uh, again for a few weeks, if not uh, a few months. I think, and we've discussed this many times, is writing or journaling, like writing things down, getting them out. That's a great outlet for our emotions and a great way to like reveal to yourself, I mean, how you feel. And even if you want to do that with journaling, writing out some gratitude, a gratitude list, or three things that you're grateful for each day. I find that really helps, at least for me, um, and a lot of wellness experts as, as well. They say journaling and having that list of gratitude, or even three key points in the morning that you wake up and you're grateful for. So considering those. Yeah, does it always have to be positive for journaling, or can it also be a pretty good outlet that if you are feeling frustrated if you're fatigued because of the uh, pandemic that that's a way to kind of get those emotions out is to put it down on paper yep 110 percent. so writing you know if you're feeling angry upset or fatigued or um, whatever the case is i know and when you're studying energy medicine what a lot of um, experts suggest is write that all out and then it's almost like a burn book then you you have a fire and you burn it and you just release all those negative emotions um, if you want to go that route but i mean Having a journal and writing down how you feel doesn't always have to be positive at all. There's no hard or fast rules for it. And I think a lot of people just, you know, taking the time to sit with your thoughts, writing it out, releasing that will really help. It's therapeutic. All right. Journaling is a good outlet. Anything else that can help us remain positive during this time? I think focusing on your four four walls, like focusing on the things that you know that you can control, um, taking care of yourself, taking care of your immediate family and or friends, um, and then also taking control of your diet. A diet is key. I mean, focusing more on like cooking and eating food that is healthy and nutritious for you because at the end of the day, it's also going to make you feel good, right? So taking those steps, uh, taking care of yourself and putting yourself first and being gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you say that about focus and your fitness and your health and your diet, because I kind of made up my mind earlier this week that I was not going to fall into the rut I did at the beginning of the pandemic, like so many of us, because yeah. I was so used to going to the gym and had a gym membership. I do ha- now have like kettlebells and a bunch of things in my condo that I can work out with. And I've kind of recommitted and refocused to my workout routine that I'm not going to let slide this time around is it feels as if, again, we're kind of heading into a, another uh, period here, much like uh, March of 2020. But I've decided this time around, I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to have a focus. It's going to be my physical health and my workouts and that it's going to be a really good outlet for me. Mm-hmm, that's perfect. I mean, if you narrow it down to one thing, so if it's your physical health, like how are you going to 
what are the things that you're going to control and how are you going to do that every day? Make that your non-negotiable um, or not every day, let's say a few times a week if it's working out or the meditation or some type of movement because we know movement is key and movement also makes us feel good as well, right? Yeah, because uh, when you exercise, right, you release, is it endorphins? I mean, there's hormones that are released that just make you feel good, feel better. But yeah, those feel good hormones. And it doesn't have to always be something um, like a HIIT workout or a boot camp. I mean, even going outside in nature or going for a walk, getting that sunlight, that natural vitamin, uh, the vitamin D, um, walking for half an hour. I mean, you don't have to work up such a big sweat, but just moving, having some type of movement in your day as opposed to sitting down and watching TV or sitting in front of your computer for 10 plus hours a day. I think that will really help. Um, and it also helps with depression as well. And then getting outside that movement and the food we eat, it's all connected. Everything is always connected. Let's talk more about diet here for a second. Are there certain foods that are mood boosters that we could key on, eat maybe a little more of? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them for sure is salmon. So salmon is an excellent source of omega-3 fatty acids, which are really highly anti-inflammatory. So when we hear about salmon, even sardines, so they have something called EPA and DHA, and they're crucial for our brain and our nervous system development, and they actually help ward off depression. So salmon, and I know a lot of people aren't really fans of sardines, but that also helps ward off depression for sure. Okay, I love sardines. Unfortunately, I love them on pizza. Hopefully you're not eating that much pizza. Um, but, I mean, even sardines, if you want to put them in a salad, uh, dark leafy greens, that's, I mean, you can't go wrong with dark leafy greens. There's so much evidence that indicates that iron deficiency is linked to um, altered emotional behavior, anxiety, and depression. And where we get a lot of our iron from is dark leafy greens. So loading up on that and maybe adding in some salmon and or a sardine, that could be a helpful uh, meal as well. Okay. And when we talk about remaining positive in the face of adversity, as we kind of go into what looks like uh, yet again, uh, another period where, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. We're seeing raising uh, case counts, rising case counts uh, right now. Is there any, uh, I don't know, advantage, if you will, is there strength in telling uh, yourself that, hey, I've done this, I've been through this before, uh, you know, we faced this, this sort of adversity, this type of adversity, you know, a year and a half ago, and we got through it, we did it once, and we can do it again. I think telling yourself that, um, I also think, you know, taking breaks from social media, for some people, they find that there's a lot of content where it could be um, maybe negative, so taking a break uh, on social media from time to time, or even setting limits on how much news you're consuming, or finding, you know, a few trusted news sources, and just um, following those programs or, you know, specific news updates with those sources. But then again, even what are the things that you're telling yourself as well? When I mentioned a little bit earlier about being gentle with yourself. So um, don't have that negative uh, talk. What are the positive things that you can control in your life or the positive things that you can say? And what are the positive things that you can reflect on? And like you mentioned, Jeff, I mean, we've been through this before. We can get through it again. Um, It it is hard to stay positive right now. I I understand that. But even finding um, your friends or family and calling them up or doing those Skype calls, having those little moments uh, in your day which make you feel good and focusing on that as well, I think will really help. All right. Some great stuff, as always. Some much-needed advice during this time. Laura, appreciate it, as always. Thanks so much. There goes our health and wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. You can find her on Instagram at GoWithYourGut. And we're back after these on Global News Radio. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.